is Travis Johannes from Building the Dam. How are you doing, Travis? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm hold I'm uh, holed up in my bunker here, you know, and just uh, <laughs> waiting for this all to get over. Got, got, no, I'm uh, I'm actually I just I just got back from going in uh uh, supporting local businesses and going through some drive-throughs and getting some food for me and my wife. Um, and now I'm sitting in my garage. Nice, nice. Um, that is good for you, supporting local businesses. I know it's this whole last month and a half has been insane. I feel like everybody's kind of in a weird state of mind right now. So just walk me through your last month or so of quarantine i don't even know what day we're on but what have you been doing how are you guys holding up what are your thoughts so honestly for me personally i work from home i work out of my garage all the time i i don't i don't go anywhere exciting i don't go to restaurants that much like we rarely ever like go out to eat um or pretty much homebodies so this hasn't changed my life that much they canceled my 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 hockey season so i don't i don't get to play hockey every sunday so that sucks um yeah. and i could probably use a haircut <laughs> but beyond that um the only thing that's changed is my wife is now working from home um she's a teacher so she's been home for the past i don't know three weeks four weeks something like that i'm not even sure anymore so that's a little different but all in all, um, yeah, it's <laughs> not that much different, but it's, it's 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 still a little weird, you know. You go out and it just you see all these places closed, and if I go to, you know, you have to go to the grocery store, and you're wearing people are wearing masks and stuff, and so that's a little different. But honestly, as far as my day to day life, it hasn't affected me as much as it does most people. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, wife, how is she doing being a teacher from home? What she teaches middle school, high school? Uh, high school, high school math. So oh, she's okay. she's doing they. Yeah, they're working through it now, trying to get um, just trying to get the information out to the kids and all that, and they're trying to work through all that right now. So it's a little different, but yeah, but that's at least high schoolers can actually pay attention and know what's going on i i feel like people that are hey. elementary school and trying to do zoom meetings and i'm like i can't even imagine how difficult that would be yeah i think it's it's hard for every level but yeah it's you know you worry about the kids who might not have access to internet or whatnot but you know they're going yeah. to figure things out so it's 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 that that's a tough spot right now for Everybody kind of involved in that, but yeah. teachers are out there working hard and trying their best. So, yeah, it's a wild time for everybody. It's kind of, I mean, I'm more of a homebody myself, more of an introvert myself. But my wife, on the other hand, she loves talking to people, hanging out with people. And um, it's kind of wild now. Like, she's usually the one to go to the grocery store because she wants to get out of the house. But it's always like she's going into battle when she's going to the grocery store. So I'm like, <laughs> stay safe out there. <laughs> um, yeah, I I have to wear my I wear I have a because I do woodworking out of my garage, um, and so I have I have my 
my dust mask that I usually wear for that. So now I've been wearing that to, you know, Fred Meyers or the hardware store or something like that. So that's a little different. That always, it does, it does kind of feel like uh, you're going for battle. We my wife and I went to the, uh, where did we go? We went to the post office yesterday and like, we're like carrying like our things, a hand sanitizer and bleach wipes to the car. So like after, you know, you swipe the credit card, we can wipe that down. And, you know, it, it was, it's a whole production just to leave the house. So I'm glad we don't have to do it that often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the wild part is there's just so much like an uncertainty about everything that's like adding to the anxiety that I think everybody is feeling. Um, but at first it was like, Oh no, net masks don't really help. Don't, you don't need to wear masks. And then it's like, Oh, actually, yeah, everybody should wear actually, masks. Maybe you should. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. And I'm like, Oh, so yeah. I just don't even know what to believe. Um, so you're the expert on COVID-19, I'm, I'm assuming. I, so I was going to ask you. I, I am. Huh? That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. That's <laughs> We're, 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 um, yeah, that's, oh, I don't want to be the expert on this, but all right, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we so we just, should put a disclaimer. We should put a disclaimer on this. I am no expert. Do not listen to me. Do not take advice from me. Do not. If I say something, it's, there's a very good chance it's wrong. Do not listen to me. <laughs> well, hey, you can't be any worse than uh, some of the information we've been getting. Um, but so I've been the first few weeks of March after they took away all the sports from me, everything got real for me. I was reading everything I possibly could, just scrolling through Twitter every day, just getting further and further into depression and anxiety. And I'm like, oh man, I've got to stop. So the last week has been better. I've tried to avoid because it's all, nobody knows what's going on. Um, but I keep seeing, you know, everybody's supposed to stay indoors, social distancing, flatten the curve, all of those important things. But how does flattening the curve exactly work? I mean, I, I get most of it. I get how it helps not overload the hospitals and the medical um, workers and all that stuff. But everyone's saying if you flatten the curve, it's going to last you, we're going to get through this faster. And in my mind, no, it's going to last longer if we flatten the curve, but it's a good thing because more people will literally be saved. So just break this down for me. How does it work? I, 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 I don't know why you're asking me. Because <laughs> my opinion is pretty much the same as yours. Yeah, I think it, it I don't, I don't, I hadn't heard that we'd get out of it. Sooner. I think it's always just kind of like, yeah, it's going to take a little longer, but it'll be better in the long run. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess, and the, the only people that I'm really seeing this is like angry people on Twitter, where it's like, oh my gosh, we have to be inside for 30 more days. I hate everybody yeah. for going to the beaches yeah. in Florida. This is all your fault. And I'm like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I'm I, glad. I'm glad we live we live in a state that's that's honestly seems to have handled it pretty well. Like I know our cases are I'm pretty sure our cases are going down. I yeah, I, at least it's they they're staying pretty we're not getting any big spikes, so right. we're one of the states and, that kinda we're one of the states that kinda jumped on the whole, you know, uh staying at home early. So 
Yeah, and, but, and um, we don't we don't have we don't have as many like huge dense population areas as like New York City or anything like that. It, so. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I saw that Oregon sent 140 ventilators to New York, which was awesome. And it's just like what you said, but the East Coast is always kind of like a fast paced go, go, go lifestyle. Everybody's crammed into big cities. And over here on the West Coast, it's kind of a little bit more spread out, a little bit slower paced. We don't have to be jamming into a subway every day to live. Well, I've I've never I've been to the East Coast once when I was in high school. I went to like uh, I went to DC for a little while. Um, I don't beyond that I've never really been out there, so I I I don't have I can't say a whole lot of East Coast experience. But every now and then, like you know, I I'm looking at a map for whatever reason, and I look and I'm like, you you don't you kind of forget like how close all these big cities over there are to each other. Like it's, it's, yeah. you know, they're, so everything is so packed versus here where, you know, you have Portland and Seattle are three hours apart. And then the next real big city is San Francisco, which is like a 12 hour drive or something like that. And so, yeah, you don't, you definitely get a lot more uh, spread, spread out over here versus uh, just everyone packed in. Right, which is going to be huge, I think, um, for us at least. But uh, so, okay, um, you are definitely the expert in this next question I have for you. That's slightly COVID nineteen related. Um, but you said yourself, you work from home. Um, yeah. Most people are working from home. I, I guess not most people, but a lot of people are working from home for the first time including myself i only i go into the office once a week for a couple hours because i have to print checks and grab the mail but for 36 hours of the week i'm straight working from home and i gotta tell you it is a wild experience and i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) so what are your best tips for people working at home and how do we stay productive and not just binge watch tv shows at all hours of the day It is, it is hard. I've been, I've, I, so yeah, I, I've been working from home for a year and a half now, right about there, maybe a little longer. And I feel like I've just recently started to get a grip on how to best manage my time. Um, because it is, it's kind of like, it's very easy to get distracted by, you know, TV or, or little projects I have to do around the house. And, um, so I've kind of just part part that helps me. Um, I'm not my garage is where I do all my work, and it is detached from the house. So at least there's that where I'm not like directly in the house. But it's uh, I I've kind of had to start just making almost making myself a bit of a schedule in the sense like okay, from these hours, don't leave the garage. Just be in there. Um, Problem is, I'm, I'm dumb, and I put a TV in the garage, so that 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 um that can distract me sometimes. Um, I've actually started to get more into podcasts because I can, you know, I can you can just listen while you work, so it's a little easier. You don't have to. At least my eyes don't get distracted by you know whatever's on the TV. I can just kind of listen to. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I, I don't have a good answer. 
<laughs> no, that's I am, a, I am the world's worst expert so far on the... <laughs> uh, no, you're, you're great. So, yeah, I'm working from home, like I said, and my wife worked at a dental office, but they shut down dental office unless it's an emergency. Um, so she's not working right now while everything's shut down. So the first few weeks, she's not working, and I didn't have to travel into work. So I was like, it felt like I was in high school again, or like during the summertime when you have no responsibilities. I'm like, I don't have to get up and commute to the office. If somebody calls me or sends me an email, I can see it on my phone. So we're up till like 2, 3 a.m. watching shows on Netflix. <laughs> and then I'm just dying the next day. And I'm like, oh man, I need to get myself like a normal schedule or I'm going to die. So it's been quite the adventure, not in a good way. Um, but anyways, I think, uh, I don't have much more to say about the COVID-19 crisis or how to help, or I don't expect sports to come back anytime soon, but there's a lot of speculation. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's, it's a, it's, it, it's a real weird time for us here at a sports website, um, because there's literally... You know, we, we get news every now and then, um, you know, a, a commitment or an unfortunate entry into the transfer portal. But for the most part, it's, uh, it's pretty quiet. Um, so that's part of the reason this podcast might go a little off the rails because we don't have that much to talk about. Right. And I just people are speculating, you know, like when sports will be back or what they can do. Can they play in front of no fans? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I don't. I have no information. I have no idea. What I in my brain, I'm like, 2020. I don't think there's going to be any sports at all. And I'm like setting myself up for that expectation. So anything different, I'll just be pleasantly surprised. That's fair. That's probably that's probably a good way to do it. Yeah, I I honestly have no idea. I just. I don't have any expectations. I just kind of, well, whatever happens, happens. Um, <laughs> right. But I've, I've, I, I've, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm uh, just, just hoping hockey comes back. Right now, that's, <laughs> I miss that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I mean, I'm a huge basketball fan, and I was so sad March Madness was gone. NBA season looked like it's looking like it's probably going to get canceled. Who knows? But then I see, like, big cities, you know, where they're taking the basketball rims away from parks so people can't play, which is smart. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh. And there's a little basketball gym at my apartment complex nobody can go into. Sometimes I go shoot shots. So I'm just like, oh, man. It just, uh. it's a per it just hurts me every time I see you can't do it anymore. Um, yep. So... I think. Oh, I was gonna say. I think. I think that uh, this all kind of got really real when like sports started getting canceled, which is probably probably a weird thing that like sports are that that important in the world or that they have that much significance. But I think once sports started getting canceled, people went, "Oh shit, this is real. Like this isn't just this thing is not." Yeah. So. Right. And I don't know if that's just like a, a paradigm for me and you and other crazy sports fans, but I feel like kind of most people are like that. That's when it started to get serious. Not the saying that sports are 
that serious at all, but it just kind of sports is what I used to distract myself from the normal <laughs> world and like the normal yeah. problems in my life. And now that it's gone, it's like, oh, there's just only real problems and even more dangerous <laughs> problems right now. Yeah. And no distractions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a. So yeah. we'll see, but let's, uh, let's go over, spend a few minutes on actual sports news that we do still have going on. And, uh, I mean, there's still recruiting going on. It looks like Wayne Tinkle, Jonathan Smith, they're still recruiting. You don't need to meet people face to face to do that. So they're still making offers, still going after, uh, transfers, graduate transfers, things like that. And we saw Destiny Slocum is going to transfer away from Oregon State basketball, which is a huge blow. She was definitely the best player returning. Or yeah, so I that's a bummer, and I don't even know what to say about that. Just more bad news. Yeah. On top of bad yeah, news. that was that one kind of came out of nowhere, I guess. I mean, at least I I I don't know of anybody who had any uh, kind of indication that that was coming um yeah that one that one that one stings but yeah i guess i shouldn't be surprised because it seemed with all the seniors the beavers had this was kind of the year they were going to make a deep run and then they struggled down the stretch and then the tournament was canceled and she's going to be a graduate transfer eligible immediately so she can go to a real championship contender if she wanted to um, so yeah. I guess I shouldn't be shocked, but it definitely stings. You're 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 more of a basketball person than I am, so I'll, I'll, I'm a, you're the expert on this one, maybe. Um, <laughs> but because I, I I I was trying to figure out, you know, I was reading some things on Twitter because that's a great place to get 100% information and not bullcrap. But you know, <laughs> and people yeah. were suggesting that that. It, it could be that she just wasn't a good fit in Oregon State's system. Um, yeah, I mean, and I don't, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? I don't. Know. She's crazy talented. Um, definitely, but it did seem like at times she wasn't always like the vocal point of the offense. It seems like um, head coach Ruick wants to get it down low to post players, so at times they feed. Taylor Brown or whoever else the ball instead of just letting Destiny Slocum create all the offense. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I, I thought I, I, she was a good fit. What did you think? I mean, I, again, I'm not, I I admittedly am not a huge uh, basketball person, so I, I that's one sport where I'll, I'll watch some, and I don't really have a good educated take on what I see other than like, hey, this team looks good, you know, this team um so but I mean she looked good but I I from what people have said she she'd probably fit more she'd probably fit better for her in a more kind of run and shoot sort of system, uh, you know, a little more yeah. offensive based system. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I that that's why I ask you. I'm get you're the expert on this one. Yeah, so I don't same thing. She'll probably find a good fit, have a great year somewhere. Uh, I mean, Oregon State, they did I just uh, land a verbal commit from like the 12th ranked uh, women's basketball recruit who's also a guard. So, I mean, they're still going to 
bring in talented players and it's not the end of the world. It just was a little bit of a surprise. Which, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it is, it's sort of the way of college sports now. I mean, we, I, we, we've, uh, Oregon State in general has benefited greatly from the transfer portal. Um, I think Slocum and I was just trying to figure out from all from every sport at Oregon State has there has there been another entry in the transfer portal that was I don't want to say the guys the people who have left aren't good players, but that I think Slocum is probably the only one that's 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 a huge blow to the team. Maybe, maybe I guess uh, probably Xavier Crawford a couple of years ago. So I don't know yeah. if that was technically transfer portal or not. But beyond that, um, Oregon State hasn't really been hit too hard by the transfer portal, and they've, for the most part, benefited pretty right. benefited pretty well, mostly in football. But yeah, I mean the only big ones that I remember off the top of my head that hurt was I think. Um, uh, what was it? I'm blanking, but one of them was a football player. Was, these were a while ago, but a wide receiver forgetting his name, and he joined Alabama after Richard years grad- Yes. And then, um, so that was like, oh, man, that kind of sucks. I love Richard Mullaney. Now he's going to Alabama to win a championship. I guess that makes sense, but still. Um, and then there was another, there was a linebacker that I really liked who joined, like, Old Miss or something as a graduate transfer. Caleb Salou. Yeah. No. no. No, it was, I want to say Michael Doctor, but I, I don't think it was Michael no. Doctor. It was, um, I know. I don't even know how to how, I Google this, but, you know. Yeah, I, I was doing the same thing. I know exactly uh, who you're talking about, and I cannot think of his name. Um, uh, Romel Maggio? I'm not saying that right. Yes. But yeah, yeah. I, there we go. Yeah, I, yeah, so I have those, no idea how you pronounce that. but Those were the two where I was like, oh, man, these guys are going to be really good as a senior, and then they kind of left for the SEC schools, and I was bummed about it. But, yeah, other than that, I'd say Destiny Slocum was – she was going to be the team at least offensively next season. And so that's going to be a big, big transition. Um, also, in other news, it sounds like NFL draft is still going to go on. And it's it's going to be virtual, basically like a real-life <laughs> fantasy football draft. Yeah, it's going to be uh... – I wonder if any can you just can they just set it to auto draft or whatever you know? I feel <laughs> yeah. like that's something the Browns would do. The Browns are just going to turn on auto draft and it can't just, get any worse for them. Yeah, whatever Mel Kipper Kuiper has, just take the highest guy on his board, auto draft. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um. Oh, other I, I was going to say I. I uh, they released the, and I honestly, I don't know who voted on this. I didn't really look into it that much, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, they did the NFL All-Decade team. They announced that. Uh-huh. And and you know who made it? Uh, Tom Brady. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know who, who made it. Johnny Hacker. 
John oh, Brady yes. on the all, all NFL All Decade team. I, John Brady is also on there too, but I don't care about Tom Brady. I care about Johnny Hecker. That's awesome. I figured it was Oregon State related, but I, I couldn't guess anyone. I was like, Brandon Cooks, maybe? I have no idea. Yeah. Steven Jackson, was he over a decade ago? Um, uh, no, that's awesome. I love I mean, Johnny the, Hecker. The bulk, yeah, yeah. So, there's that. So there's that news today. Um, hey. No Oregon Ducks made the list. I just Ooh. feel like that's relevant. I feel like that's, yeah. I feel like that's something we should share. Um, so. You. Yeah. And, and if, you want to, if you want to go to the NFL, come here where you get a punch a lot. <laughs> and then you'll make the all-decade team. Uh. So, so Johnny, Johnny Hecker was not that good at Oregon State. <laughs> no, but he had a lot of swag. And that's all yeah. you need. And he... <laughs> um, so I, remember, I was... Didn't he... Didn't he have like a negative yard punt once or something or something? Maybe not negative yards, but it went like it got caught up in the wind and then bounced back to where it was like a four yard punt or something stupid like that. Oh, oh man. That, yeah. That happened once on my high school team, their football team. Uh, the punter definitely kicked the ball backwards on accident. So it happens. Well, <laughs> that's what not. happens when you go to Twalton. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so I was reading this article today and it was about Jonathan Smith and it was on the Oregonian if I remember I don't know who wrote it but Jonathan Smith said only 20% of the football team is in Corvallis so the position coaches are trying to stay in touch and give them workout things and playbooks virtually who knows but how wild is this offseason gonna be for all the sports baseball just abruptly ended same with all the other spring sports who knows summer sports i don't even know what summer sports are but how do you see this all impacting oregon state athletics it's weird because i mean it's 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 one of those things it's it's going to impact every college obviously across the country i but i think I was trying to think about this the other day. I was kind of looking forward. Let's let's assume just for you know optimism's sake that we have a regular college football season. Um, and I was trying to look through and figure out it, does this benefit Oregon State or does it hurt? And obviously, it, it hurts every team. I think you know because you don't have spring practice and whatnot. But I think it hurts other a lot of other teams more than Oregon State because you have you know let's take Washington State. They just got a new head coach, and I, I don't know. They might have got a couple spring practices in, but they didn't get. They definitely didn't get a full spring in. So that's that's hard to you know. They're they're going to be come August camp again, assuming everything is normal. They're going to be trying to get implementing all new stuff. Um, so they will, and they wouldn't have the benefit of spring practice. Uh, I think Colorado State has a new coach. Um, even shoot, even Washington. I don't know their their system. Probably not going to change a whole lot, but you know, obviously, there's going to be changes here and there. So, so teams with new coaches, teams with new even new coordinators, um, they're they're going to be they're going to be hurt a little bit more. I, I would think. Um, whereas Oregon State, the coaching staff is the same, the 
the playbook is obviously there's always going to be little wrinkles that the teams add every year, but you would you would assume everything's mostly staying the same. It I think it gives Tristan Jevia a much greater chance of being the starter this year because yeah. I before you know, if you would have come in, had a normal spring and everything, I would have said he had about a 60% chance. You know, you have Chance Nolan right behind him. Uh-huh. I think that jumps a lot now cause, because cause he has the experience. He's been in the system, whereas Nolan won't have spring ball or whatever to try to catch up some. So in that sense, I could say what it affects, but I think all in all, um, Oregon State, at least football-wise, will be hurt less than a lot of other schools. At least, yeah, in my uneducated um, opinion. I also saw a few people talking about like people that are on the hot seat, coaches that are struggling. Much more likely, they're going to keep their job because no athletic department's going to want to pay a buyout for a head coach right now and then hire somebody else. Um, because everybody's struggling right now, especially athletic departments, if there's any sort of danger to the football season, uh, that could have huge effects on the revenue. So I was thinking Wayne Tinkle was on kind of on the hot seat this year, not making the NCAA tournament. But you never know. We maybe maybe they would have made the NCAA tournament. You can't rule it out. (laughs) True. I mean, they beat. I don't. The who did they beat? It was so long ago. Who did they play? Washington State, and they beat them in the first game of the Pac-12 tournament. That who was? I was thinking Utah. Uh, Oh yeah, no, you're right. It was Utah. And then they were going to play Oregon next. Obviously, they were going to be Oregon. And next up, you know, they were going to win the Pac-12 championship. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. I think this is the first. Um, this would be the, this would be the first Oregon State season basketball season that's ended on a win since uh, whatever year that was when we won the good old uh, CBI championship. So yeah, there we go. That's a <laughs> <laughs> so if that didn't buy Wayne Tinkle some time, nothing will. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I'm... know what else would. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. I don't think Wayne Kinkle's going anywhere. I don't think, uh, like, other Pac-12, Clay Hilton, he's not going anywhere. He's going to be the USC coach for the next decade. Um, who else is out there? Uh, is Kevin Sumlin at Arizona? His seat was kind of hot. I'm sure he's going to stay there for a while. So it's just a, it's a wild alternate reality that we're living in when nothing seems real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about the most important thing we learned this weekend, by the way. What was that? Uh, former Oregon State basketball legend, Sydney Weiss. Oh, yes. So she, she came out apparently... and she... <laughs> so, yeah, tell the whole story. She, okay. she had the coronavirus okay, like a, a month ago. Yeah, so, and I honestly, I don't know where she is in her recovery. It sounds like she's doing well. So, obviously, we're all Beaver Nation is pulling for her and everything. But it sounds 
like she's been doing pretty well. I don't know if she's fully recovered yet or not, but it sounds like her recovery is going well. So we, we'll yeah. get that out of the way. Um, I don't mean to joke about any of that. That's obviously scary that she had it, and it's scary for anyone who gets it. So not trying to joke about that, but it did get a little funny. Uh, and so let's – it's, it, we got some um, some former Oregon State athletes uh, just just saying some things on Twitter. Uh, it started uh, when former Oregon uh, defensive back Stephen Nelson tweeted out, "So serious question: Do y'all think these celebrities athletes have this virus? Asking for a friend, we're trying to see something." At which point. Um, Former Oregon State basketball player, women's basketball player, Jamie Scott, who, what was her last name? What was her previous last name? Weissner? That sounds right to me. Yeah, because she, she married um, Larry Scott, not not the Pac-12 commissioner, but the former Oregon State football player. Um, but she, she replied to that with, there is an agenda, <laughs> at which point Sydney, Sydney Weiss chimed in, I am for sure part of the conspiracy theory. And then um, Ruth Hamblin told her that she's not supposed to share that she's in the Illuminati. So I'm not sure, but it sounds like Sydney Weiss is part of the Illuminati. <laughs> well, which brings up an important point. Um, I have seen more conspiracy theories about COVID-19 and the government and everything else in the last month than I have seen in my entire life. Besides maybe nine eleven, where there's a bunch of conspiracy yeah, theories. But, but I'm like, what is going but, on? But Twitter wasn't around then. <laughs> yeah, Twitter, Twitter wasn't around then. So <laughs> there were those conspiracy theories, but they weren't as easily that yeah as <laughs> they, they weren't in my face and as <laughs> to share with the world. <laughs> so what is what is why do people believe conspiracy theories? Is it like whenever there's a tragedy, they don't want to believe I, that they, that could be real, I, and so there has to be another have, reason. I have no idea, but it's, I don't know, <laughs> you know, I, oh, like, I used to work in a high school, and I loved those kids. I, that's, I, I don't miss, I don't miss that job, but I do miss, like, interacting with a lot of those kids, because they're, it, it's a fun age, they're, they're, you know, it, it's Full fun to watch, energy. you know, them, them grow up and learn. But I, I think they're a little more susceptible to those things because I don't know how many arguments I had with high schoolers about the Illuminati, um, the Earth being flat. Uh, <laughs> there were several others where, like, there were times where I just had to walk out of my office and I'm like, I, I, I can't talk to you guys right now. I just, I, like, I'm going to get angrier than I need to be. And I'm just going to go take a walk and remember that, you know, whatever. I was high school once, too. Maybe I would have believed this, some of this crazy stuff. But, um, yeah, I, it's, it's, a, it's a different world when you, like, I, every now and then, I, I've never, like, been in the, into conspiracy theories, but every now and then I'll look, you know, into the forums out of just pure curiosity, and I don't, like, it's, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's out there, some of these things. 
like the whole uh, what is it, the Q anon or whatever it is. I don't know if you know about oh, that. Yeah. If you don't, Q if you don't, don't or whatever. Yeah. Don't yeah. Don't don't look into it. Save yourself some time. <laughs> Save yourself some 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 sanity and just I, pretend it never. I because because once you get down that rabbit hole, I just I I worry about everything. I'm I'm I with you. I people. wish. I wish I didn't know what it was, but unfortunately I do. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, it's just wild. I, I mean, everybody, I think, personally is doing the best they can. CDC is doing their best. The, everybody's do World Health Organization's doing their best. No, the numbers probably aren't 100% accurate because there's not enough tests to go around. Uh, but no, I don't think it's a big conspiracy, and I don't think all the governments in the world are working together to pull the wool over the eye of the average American. I don't think that's ha happening. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, so, stay safe. Don't kill I'll people. Try, man. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a good start. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good rule to apply, even when we're not in a pandemic. <laughs> I mean, a uh, personal story type. So, like, have you? Um, oh, sorry. No, go for it. Oh, I just sorry. No, you go first. I got the whole killing people thing got me got me thinking of. Yeah, we'll we'll get back to that. You go first. <laughs> so, like a month ago, when this. COVID-19 thing's been around for a while. And like a month ago, even before sports were canceled, it was getting pretty serious. So I remember talking with my parents. They live up in Washington. And uh, my parents were like both in their 60s. So like a little bit more high risk, right? I mean, I'm 28, still worried about getting it, but I'm not, not, I don't have asthma, not super concerned that I would die. But anyways, um, I'm like talking to them about how this is pretty serious and we should all be staying home. And my mom is like, no, it's fine. Everybody's overreacting. She's still going to the gym every day, just still living her life like she's doing. And then like three weeks ago, she had all the symptoms for the coronavirus. Like she was sick, oh. sick. Um, but she couldn't get. She didn't get a test because she wasn't like dying. They said just stay home, don't infect anybody, and get over it. And she's feeling much better now, which is awesome. But we don't know well, if she okay, had it or not. Good. Yeah, so she's she's fine now. Um, but and who knows if she had it or not? She just had a lot of symptoms. And uh, but anyways, I'm like, man people need to take this more seriously because she was just going to the gym every day. Who knows who she spread it to. Um, so I'm just trying my best to stay inside, not spread it. Even if I don't have any of the symptoms, I could still have it. But that would be my biggest fear is if I accidentally got like a really old person or somebody who's at high risk sick, and then I would basically be a murderer on accident. So that's that's all I'm referring to. <laughs> yeah, <All right. laughs> don't kill people. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Sorry, I started thinking about. Have you? I assume you have, because um, everyone has, and I haven't. I'm, I've just started it today. You watch Tiger King? Oh yes, I love Tiger King. Sorry, I so I I think we're about five episodes in, and all I could think of when you said don't kill people is Carol F and Baskin. <laughs> Yeah, she's a thousand percent. Her. 
I'm always like, okay, did she, like, all the evidence definitely says yes, but maybe that's just the documentary trying to frame it that way to make it, like, more entertaining, but even when I'm like, let's think about it from both perspectives, no matter what, I'm still like, yeah, she definitely killed her husband. No way around it. <laughs> I keep seeing these things on Twitter about, like, who who do you who do you have in like you know you team Carol Baskin or team uh, uh, Joe Exotic? And honestly, I hate them all. I think yeah. they're all terrible people. I think everyone involved is terrible. I don't root for any of them. Yet I'm fascinated and I want to keep watching. So I think I think we have two episodes left. So uh, oh you know, yeah, I, I gotta, but keep it's, keep watching. It's, it's a great it's, wild ride. It's that... one of those shows where I'm like I. No one here seems to have any redeeming qualities, except maybe, and who knows, this could change in the next couple episodes, but I, I, I kind of like Carol's husband, Howard, but other than that. Uh, oh, well, the, you like Howard? He's such a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a weird he, person. I like weird people. I like, I, I mean, yeah, he definitely seems okay. He's like a smart dude and seems like a nice, like, mild-tempered. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. Like he seems, you know, I I might not want to be friends with him necessarily, but he seems like a a, a genuinely good person. I don't know that uh, about any other other person in this thing. <laughs> but when he has that picture with Carol um, Baskins when they're getting married, and he's wearing a collar and a leash and like oh, on the ground, and I'm like, okay, I I, I would yeah, I, I'd rather be caught true. dead than take a picture like that. <laughs> But to each their own. Uh, yeah, it's that's how you know this is a real life documentary. Is all the people are just terrible and have no redeeming qualities, and there's no like protagonist that you're rooting for. There's, yeah, there's there's no one to root for. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, enjoy Tiger King. Um, me and my wife have been watching Breaking Bad, binge watching that. I heard HBO is free right now. Is that they're trying to encourage you, people had, to had, stay inside. Had you uh, watched Breaking Bad before? I've watched it, but my wife hasn't, and it's been like a oh, couple okay. years since I last watched it. Yeah, so yeah. it's very good. You watch uh, Better Call Saul? Uh, I only have watched a few episodes and I never got into it because it started off slow, but I think I might try again. It, it it's it's worth it. It it does start off slow, but it's it's it, it's uh it, it's it's pretty damn good. It's a uh, yeah, I really like it. But it, it the first couple, the first season or so, I was like, this so far hasn't sucked me in, but like I could see where it might, and I so I kept watching, and yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, no. I do as, like Saul. He's hilarious. Yeah, it's. I'd say it's not like as dramatic necessarily as Breaking Bad or anything like that. Maybe not as action packed, but it's definitely, it's definitely fun to kind of watch the character development. Yeah. Well, any other shows we should be binge watching? Any any other recommendations? Um, what else? Lego Masters. That's pretty cool. Lego Masters. Lego Masters. It's a competition show where um, 
I forget how many. I think there was ten teams or whatever at the beginning, and they build things out of Legos. And it's like they build really cool stuff. And it's you know they'll get like a like the the host will you know say you know you got to make a amusement park, and they'll get people they'll all have you know twelve hours or whatever to build an amusement park, and you know the best team gets points or whatever and the worst team gets sent home and it's down to like the semifinals and and there's a team I don't want to ruin where they where they may or may not have finished but there is a team of two guys from Portland that are very very Portland and I love oh, it nice. like they, they like they got they got the 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 Portland beards and they're rocking basically plaid the entire time and they're goofy, you know, so it's it's definitely a like, hey, I think I know them, even though I don't, but you know, I, I, I know them. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so. yeah. Wait, so where are you watching this? Where can you find it? It's on Hulu. It's it's actually currently it's it's not over. They're still I guess they're probably done filming it, but um they haven't aired all the episodes yet. It actually airs on Fox, but then you can watch it on Hulu. Gotcha. So I think they have. I think there's still two episodes to air. There's one Wednesday, and then next week will be the finale, I believe. So that's pretty nice. good. I have to look into that. We also, it, sorry, we've watched a lot of TV. Um, no, this. yeah, I, <laughs> me we, too. The other one we watched is was also on Hulu. It's called The Act. The and Act. And that's, that's just gonna The Act, and it's it's about this. It's a at least based on the true story of this mom and her daughter who has just a, a litany of medical issues, you know, and she's in a wheelchair and she's got epilepsy and she had leukemia. Oh, and no. then kind of as the show goes on, you feel, you discover some of that may or may not be true. And it's all like, it just kind oh, of like no. a, it, 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 it screws your brain up a little bit, so. Oh no, that reminds me in a less, in a that sounds a lot more serious. But I don't know if you've ever watched How I Met Your Mother, and uh, the main yeah. guy Ted, he's like, no, I can't have bacon. My mom says I'm allergic to bacon, and he's like 40 years old or whatever. <laughs> and then his friend's like, uh, I hate to break it to you, but your mom just lied to you because he's like, I'm also allergic to muffins and sugar and candy. And then, so anyways, he has bacon because he's not yeah. actually allergic yeah. to it. Yeah. So the mom was just lying to try to keep the kid healthy. But that's kind of what that reminds me of in a lot more messed up. Yeah, way. It's, 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 it's very similar times about a thousand. But yeah, same idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have to look into that as well. Um, and I think, yeah, I got plenty of time, so we should keep podcasting through the social quarantine, social distancing quarantine time, because I am bored and losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, I did. I got I got bored enough to do my taxes this weekend. So that was, that was exciting. Uh, still not that bored yet, but who knows <laughs> when that'll come. Cool. All right. Well, you got anything else for me, Travis? Nah, I got nothing. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, enjoy your time. And uh, until next 
podcast date.